So Jess, why did you become a realtor? I worked in a various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes. It's very exciting, so a lot of fun. Now, you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far? Helping people, especially like first time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part. What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents? I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home. Last thing I want to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTBB Realty is people over paychecks do the damn thing. And that's what we do. Jones on first down, wide open, it's Barkley. And Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is availability. Saquon Barkley. He's great when he's on the field, but the problem is, since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this. They lob it to him. He taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Fitz, two for three. He's done his part. Fitz is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not they're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Which this ain't some clown show organization or something else. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Drawing About the G-Men, the Giants football podcast. I'm Big J, joined by King Zay and Sean Scanlon. And boy, we're picking up right where we left off last week. But I mean, we, we got some questions answered. First off, the big one, Giants hired Joe Shane as new GM. who was the assistant GM of the Buffalo Bills. A lot of people talking about da, uh, Brian Dabble coming in as the new coach. We'll, we'll get to Dable. We'll talk about that. But also, Joe Sh- Shane had his first press conference today, and he was very adamant that Daniel he's going to build this offense around Daniel Jones, which I, I, I love to see. Zay, I, I mean, w- we talked at nauseum last week about the, the idea of a trade for, for Deshaun Watson. Russell Wilson, I think staying with Daniel Jones is best. Build some stuff up. And then once you realize, hey, maybe Daniel Jones isn't our guy, 
let's go and let's find a guy in the draft. But uh, Zay, what do you think of the the Joe Shane hire thus far? Um, I mean, I, I can't make out much of it now. Obviously, we've seen what they've done over there with the Bills when they've made some interesting moves with obviously the trade with Kansas City, which would have actually given them Pat Mahomes. They actually traded and got four picks that ended up being Pro Bowl players, so that ended up working out in their favor. So you're hoping that they can replicate some type of success with the Giants, have assuming all the picks that we have going forward in this draft. My issue is I was one of the guys who wanted Deshaun Watson. I feel like we can build around that person, and I feel like they're going to make a big mistake by not going with this. Another team will take you know take a plunge and get Deshaun Watson, and they'll turn their franchise around and be happily ever after. And the Giants, again, will miss out on another player, which we have, I guess, tend to can do you know recently with all these great players we've missed in the draft recently with stupid trades that I don't want to get into. Like players, you know, getting Kadarius Tony, who now is basically a Sterling Shepherd 2.0, but whatever. Only time will tell on that. My, uh, my, my guy, I don't know, bro. I'm, I'm just upset. I, I hope it all turns out well for the Giants. But I, I, like I said, I don't want to judge him too early because he just got here. But I think believing in Daniel Jones, I, I, I'd be renting in New York. I wouldn't buy a house. It's pretty oh, expensive. Geez. Damn. Okay. Sean, what do you think of the Shane hire? I think it's definitely encouraging. Um, I agree with Zay that, you know, you can't tell right away with the GM. You kind of have to go through that first offseason with uh, the draft coming up and then obviously free agency to tell uh, really what you're, you're going to get in this guy. But I do think it's definitely encouraging. Um, you know, the Buffalo has built something great over the past couple of years, uh, especially with Brandon Bean. And Joe Shane was his right-hand man uh, aside all of that. He was big in the personnel decisions that they were making, the draft decisions. And uh, obviously they've drafted well, they built well in free agency to uh, be the contender they are. They could easily be in the AFC Championship game this week. And uh, they built a contender for a long time with their star quarterback, Josh Allen. So I think it's definitely a great situation. Um, obviously he has to go out and prove that, you know, he is a good hire, but I, I think it's definitely encouraging because, you know, this team does have some talent and some core pieces they could build around. Um, he's going to have to get around a tricky situation uh, with the cap this year, but um, he does have some good draft capital that he could use. So um, I think it is encouraging. I think that, you know, they have to get the head coach right. Obviously, uh, you, you know, that pairing is going to be huge going forward. We don't want another situation where in another two years we're, we're hiring a new head coach and a new GM because uh, at that point it's just going to become a revolving door. So you hope this is the right one. And uh, I, I think that the candidates are some good ones. I think it's either going to be Brian Dable or uh, Brian Flores, who, you know, obviously – they both Brian Flores has some head coaching experience with a rough situation. He walked into Miami. He could help turn that around. So I wouldn't be opposed to that. I also wouldn't be opposed to Brian Dable, who I think should get the job. Um, he has a working experience with Joe Shane. Uh, they obviously have some of the same philosophies. And uh, he's also helped build that Buffalo offense into one of the best offenses in the league. Um, he has worked with Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, but unlike Joe Judge, uh, he said that, you know, he wanted to get away from that before he took his first head coaching job. He wanted to prove himself, and I think he's done that as a play caller in Buffalo. And now I think he has an opportunity to become a head coach in this league. So uh, both those I think are good candidates, but I, I would go with Brian Dable right now. And it, it seems like it's heading towards that way. Um, there's obviously no way to tell. I, Dan Quinn is a name in there too, but I'd rather have Flores or Dable. 
So we'll, we'll see in the coming days, but um, I, I think we'll have our head coach soon enough. And I, I believe in Joe Shane moving forward. Uh, hopefully he can prove us right and bring Giants back to winning football. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's talk about the, the head coaching, the, the guys that have been interviewed already. Brian Dable and uh, we talked about Bills OC and the uh, Leslie, Leslie Frazier, the Bills defensive uh, coordinator. They both had two interviews already. Giants also interviewed Bengals defensive coordinator and former Giants uh, DB coach in Lou Anarumo. And uh, they still got Brian Flores and Dan Quinn to uh, to possibly interview. I mean, Patrick the, the, the big – what? Patrick Graham. Patrick also. Graham, yeah, yes. You're right, Patrick Graham. My big thing with this is we saw – we were talking a little bit about this in the pre-show – Joe Judge, uh, the biggest problem this year was play calling. And now that Joe Judge is gone, you're bringing in a head coach who has actual play calling experience. Regardless, they're, they're, they've all been coordinators somewhere. We they're, There's no special teams guy out of the blue. Who knows? Maybe Mars is going to pull it out of his rear end. I, I don't know. Maybe. But I hope not. I, I think we're okay. Just someone who knows how to call an offense and understands the flow and pacing of a football game. That's step one for the Giants. And I, I think Dable would be great for that. Uh, it seems all, all signs are pointing to him right now. But I, I do – Brian Flores, like, to, to already go through two interviews with Dable and Frazier and not really – Touching, not, not talking to Brian Flores yet. They still have to have that interview. That's that's going. Th- I don't like that. Uh, I guess I get it coming from the Bills. GM's going to have his coach. You know, I get that. But to still have these guys go through multiple interviews seem it seems like you're pretty locked on them. But to not give a guy like Brian Flores, it, it's rough. And we saw it the last time around with Eric Bieniemy. So. Uh, maybe, but let's hope this will turn out different than Joe Judge because I hope it will. Zay, we'll, we'll, what head coach? Who who do you think should be the new head coach for the Giants? <laughs> Eric Bieniemy. No, um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I said, it's hard to say. Uh, for me, I was all for the <laughs> Flores situation because I knew who it would have bought at quarterback for, and Watson because I know he really really wants to sh- um Deshaun Watson he was pushing that very 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 much in Miami he was not really a Tua fan and you can tell and that's probably what led to him you know being departed from Miami they probably noticed the tension there there was rumors of you know locker room tension between him and players so that probably led to his um exit so I don't think it would work out with Flores coming in here with Daniel Jones because, again, it would put him in a situation with another quarterback that he probably doesn't have faith in, doesn't really trust or really want. So then, again, I don't want a half-hearted situation coming out of this as my, you know, from my coach because he's not happy with his quarterback situation. So, I, again, I, I, I'm not picky at this point. I just hope they pick the right person. I don't want to stamp anybody because – I was, I guess, okay with Joe Judge, and it turned out to be a complete crap show, so I'm not stamping anybody anymore. Again, I just hope they pick the right person, and I'm praying for better times for the Giants. But honestly, I can't tell you. I don't have any faith in this franchise, honestly, so I can't tell you who I want. I really don't. (laughs) But uh, it it is hard. I mean, they're – 
definitely, I feel like this time around is different from last time around because we had the the McCarthy's, the uh, Matt Rules. Feel like I'm missing someone. I mean, obviously Joe Judge. Yeah, these guys, and it, they they kind of went quick. Um, now I feel like it, it's a big list. I know Dable, uh, Dable, Flores, and and Quinn are at the top of most people's list. But even Frazier, I mean, I, I've spoken at nauseum on the show about how great that Bills defense was. Sadly, last week, it is what it is. And then Bengals DC. I mean, the Bengals, they're at a great spot right now. That defense, while it isn't they, – they, they've got studs on them. It's still overperforming. So may, maybe that might be okay. But I, I'm excited. I, I, I'm excited. New freshness. Let's hope that uh, that everything that Joe Judge brought us, all that pain, gets washed away by Joe Shane. But uh, all right. Sean, you got any more closing thoughts on the the Giants and the head coaching situation? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say one thing. Uh, the one of the reasons I uh kind of prefer Brian Dable over Brian Flores. Those would be my top two candidates. I wouldn't really want anyone else out of that list. But um, one reason is uh Brian Flores went through three offensive coordinators in three years for the Dolphins. So him assembling uh his coaching staff, he's kind of had a problem with that. He hasn't been able to stick with an offense uh through his three years. So that would kind of worry me. And uh, secondly, if we bring in an offensive-minded head coach like Brian Dable, um, there's a lot of proven defensive coordinators out there that he could bring in. Uh, Vic Vangio just got fired by the Broncos. Uh, Wink Martindale with the Ravens, their defensive coordinator, just got relieved of his duties. And then, obviously, Patrick Graham. um, If he doesn't end up getting the head coaching job, he's expressed that he is willing to come back as a defensive coordinator before he comes a head coach uh, with the Giants. And you wouldn't have to change up your uh, scheme defensively he obviously has a great work, working relationship with the players on the Giants defense right now. And Patrick Graham um, has worked with Brian Flores and Brian Dable in the past, so they have past working relationships. Patrick Graham was the defensive coordinator for the Dolphins before he came to New York. And then uh, Brian Dable and him obviously worked with each other in New England. So uh, if he wants to take another shot uh, coming back to being the Giants defense coordinator, he can. And we'll get a good play caller in Dable. And then if that doesn't work out, we, there's still other good defense coordinators out there. So I think that pairing works really well. And then with Brian Flores, I just think I, I said it last week, but he's very similar to Joe Judge. I think he's obviously a better coach, but they're both, you know, disciplinarians that come from the Belichick tree. And I just don't want I don't know if the Giants locker room is going to respond to that again after going through Joe Judge. So I think Brian Flores is a much better coach than Joe Judge. I think he's going to have a more successful career, but. I don't know if the Giants players are going to really open up to that idea again. So that's kind of, you know, some reasons I I preferred Brian Dable over Brian Flores, but also Brian Flores wouldn't be a bad uh, fit. I think that, you know, he, he turned around that Miami team, uh, turned him into some winning season the past two years after a really rough situation. So either way, it's one of the Bryans I think it comes down to. But uh, <laughs> right now, one of the Bryans come to New York and help us out. But I, I would pick Dable right now over Flores. Well, it'd be history. If Flores was the coach of the Giants, it'd be the first African American coach ever in Giants history. That's the so, that's yeah. the other reason I don't think like John Mara. He just hasn't shown that he's gonna hire a black head coach before, and I don't I don't see that changing. He's an old white dude, and he's kind of set in his ways. So I, I think that uh, Brian Dable is probably gonna get the job. Yeah, well, I mean, also in Shane's uh, press conference earlier today, he did say that he was gonna work with Mara, the Mara family, to try and find. That's right. Well, I mean, a lot of people are are, har- are harping on that. 
uh, saying that Shane just needs to find his own guy. Let's be real here. If you think Mara is going to strong arm Shane into getting someone, I, I don't see that happening. I I don't. I, I think it's already set in stone. It's going to be a. Uh, it's going to be one of the Bengals. It's going to be Dable. It's going to be Dable. We're going to be here next week talking about Brian Dable being the new head coach. And I'm going to have to figure out some other way to to. I, I got to figure out what to rhyme Dable with now, because Judge is going to have to go home make a new intro. But that's not here today. But uh, I yeah and next. What? Uh, on the table with head table. coach. You got some contenders. Yeah, you, could, you could work yeah. with that. I, I, I can figure it out. I can figure it out. I can't believe this is even in conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants aren't playing this week. I mean, the Giants aren't in the playoffs. What else? I mean, oh, we could talk. That, we what's could new? milk Joe Shane as much as we can. Tell we me something new. Every, every position and go, hey, how is he going to? No, but that's not fun. Speaking of fun. <laughs> We had some great games last weekend. Great game, especially that Bills Chiefs game. Oh my, oh my. That's one for the wow. ages. That's going in the history books. That's gonna be shout out, shout out to the people of Buffalo Wild Wings when I asked for overtime in the party and we got overtime. Just they hit the button at Wild Wings and we got overtime. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> Somebody tripped and we got 13 seconds score. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. All right. And we got some even more great game a- a- AFC and NFC championships coming up. After Sunday, we will know who is playing in the Super Bowl. But first, let's take a break and hear a word from one of our sponsors. Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement that you don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? And how often do you think about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies, doing the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident with your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website or give us a call at 860-430-5397. Big shout out to JPEX Financial for sponsoring today's episode, as well as CTBB Realty. You saw them at the top of the show. Big shout out to them for sponsoring everything today. And I'm, I'm proud of us. Kept the Giants talk short and sweet. Granted, we do have a, we had a lot to talk about, but still, I know we're a giant show, but we have meaningful football to talk about. But first, last week, Sean still in the lead. We both had that push with the Rams, with the three. But uh, yeah, Zay, I mean, a- anything can happen, right? Zay, I don't, you, I don't even know what I lost at this point. I, I it might have been like dude, the first we were, wild card round or something like that. So, well, I mean, I don't wait, how was the how was the Rams game a push? It was a three point spread. They won by three. Yeah, they were the they were the underdog. It's still the number. They were plus three though, and they won outright. Yeah, that's not. A, they won't I'm stupid. You're totally. You're totally. Yeah, that's right. not a. Wait, where did underdog last week? 
Who are they playing? They were playing the Bucks. The Bucks, Bucks too. Bucks they they? Yeah, they really? were. Holy crap! Oh, good call. I, I, I'm just. It's getting that point of the season. It's all right. It was. It was a crazy weekend of football. Okay, so we both we both won that one. All right, nice. I think we need all to right. check the stats. We need to check the stats. Get. <clears throat> well, whatever it is, what it is. All right, AFC Championship. Bengals shocked the world. Took down the Titans. I mean, that was a wild game. But a wild, like, defensive, gritty game. And then you got on the other side, the Chiefs, which was a wild just shootout. Two two teams coming off completely different games. Bengals, I mean, what they've done with Joe Burrow is wild. Um, Going from the first pick to, what's this, two years? They're in the AFC Championship. That's insane. Um, I mean, and I was a big hater on the on the Bengals. Like, I, I thought after they didn't pick Penny Sewell, they went with Jamar Chase. I thought it was over for them, and they were going to be terrible. But, I mean, they, they proved me wrong, and I will eat my words. And, yeah, Joe Burrow, he's got that swagger. I do think a, a head coach like Zach Taylor, I, I don't think he's going to be able to get it done. I do think they're going to have to work their way to figuring that out. Definitely have to re-up that offense. Definitely got to do something with that offensive line. Defense is getting there. Not completely there yet. But uh, And now you're going on to Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes only thrown one interception and is ever in the postseason. Uh, he's playing lights out. Um, all that early season stuff, he is put behind the Chiefs. This is a Chiefs team ready and poised to get back to the Super Bowl. For the third year in a row, and that's why I got them covering the seven points. Zay, what you got? Taking the T. I'm taking the um, Bengals. Are you crazy? Let's go Bengals. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If there's one player, like I said earlier, that could match Tyreek Hill and big play performances, it's Jamar Chase, and he's on the other side of that field. It's going to come down to those two having a big game just like it did last year, last game. Last time they played – Three-point game came down to the wire, but this time I don't think it will come down to a three-point game. I think the Bengals will pull this out by probably a touchdown, maybe even more. I, I'm i telling you, I think, I, like I said, when a team has just got a feeling, you just got to run with it. And I'm running with the Bengals. Yeah. That, that, that's crazy. Uh, I think – I get what you're saying. The Bengals definitely do have that yeah. feeling, but the Chiefs, they're just as hot. If not even more hot, man. Plus, I'm tired of seeing the Chiefs. I want to see something new. Okay. All right. <laughs> Just say that. I, I, I'll stop parking on you. But, yeah, okay. All right, Sean, what you got? Uh, Yeah, I think it's going to be a great game. Obviously, rematch from a great game a couple weeks ago. Um, But I wouldn't bet against playoff patty. Um, But that's not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to go with either of the spreads. I'm going with the over in this one. Uh, I've taken the Chiefs overs in their past two games. Both of them have hit. So I'm not going to stop now. Um, and if it's anything like the first matchup they had, it's going to hit the over. Um, I said jokingly last week that the Bills-Chiefs game, if the over was 70, I would still smash it. It would have hit, honestly. So um, yeah. I, I see points, points, points in this game. I'm looking forward to a good one, big offensive matchup. Um, two great quarterbacks yet again, Patty, uh, Patty Mahomes and Joe Cool. So um, definitely looking forward to this one. I think the Bengals, I wouldn't be surprised if they pull it off, but – I think playoff patty is different uh, this time of year. So I, I think the Chiefs will pull it out late. I think it will be uh, another classic game, AFC Championship. But 
I think the Chiefs will move on and win this one. But over, smash that number, 54 and a half. Might as well be 60 because they're, they're hitting, all right? Yeah, and I think one thing – one thing to help your over, I mean, no Tyron Matthew, no Honey Badger. I think that's going to be big with them getting big those factor. big plays to Jamar Chase. But I do think ultimately, I mean, the offenses are going to perform. I think it's just going to be Chris Jones, though. That's going to be that 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 game changer for the Chiefs. I think he had two when they last met. I, I think he's going to get to Joe Burrow maybe even four times. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I, I think he gets after it. They they just gave up nine sacks. So I mean, I, for the I record, Joe Burrow was sacked a lot last game. Yeah, it, they, yeah. It doesn't really matter in these games. It looks like it's it's about who who plays the full forty eight. That's really what well, it if, comes down to. If Tannehill didn't throw away the game, I, I the Titans probably would have won. I mean, but. again, at, yeah, but again, it comes down to playing all sides of the ball. I think we seen last weekend that you have Definitely. to play offense, defense, and special teams if you want to win, especially in the NFC game. But yeah, yeah, takes all three phases. No, I will say the Bengals defense has definitely surprised me. Um, I know they had a good regular season, but they really hunkered down in this postseason. Um, they they get good pressure up front with uh Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson, and then their secondary. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, because I hate Eli Apple, he's played well in these playoffs. Um, Damn, we look stupid. And DeAndre uh, Baker played last week too. <laughs> yeah, well, Eli Apple, I don't know. This he's had one good postseason, so. I still hate that dude. It only takes one good postseason. We've seen this before. It only takes. He'll probably one good get paid season. after the season, honestly, and then go back to being terrible. Don't blame Easy the Giants. Either. Blame Odell. Odell was the one that came out and called Eli Apple. Oh, uh, another player that's in the playoffs right now that we're not in. No, it's not Odell's fault. Can All we? Right, can well, we stop doing this? Yeah. This is getting hurtful. I guess so. It's getting hurtful. But uh, speaking of Odell, <laughs> NFC Championship, NFC West rematch. San Fran won the lat the one the two regular season games. The Niners go to SoFi to take on the Rams. Rams favored by three and a half. Over under set at forty six. I'm gonna start with you this time, Sean. Yeah, uh, we said it last week that the Niners own pack the Packers and Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. Uh, they also own real estate in uh, Sean McVay's head because they beat him six times in a row. Uh, beat him twice this year. So I am taking the Niners plus three and a half. Uh, I'm taking the spread, but I also think I'm going to hit the money line because I just have a feeling that the Niners are, are going to win, and I think we're going to get a repeat of uh, the Super Bowl two years ago. I know the Rams are super talented. I know that they'll get after Jimmy G, and I know Jimmy G is not a great quarterback, but you can't take away the fact that he wins uh, He wins games, especially in the playoffs. So uh, especially the way that defense has been playing. Uh, Debo Samuel is an absolute monster. George Kittle, one of the best tight ends in the league. So Jimmy G just has to do just enough and not make that big mistake late. And I think the Niners can make this game pretty ugly. And I, I think they could win this one outright because Shanahan has owed McVay. So uh, they're going to need a huge game from Cooper Cup or Odell to, to win this one. But I just I don't see it happening. I think the Niners are heading to the Super Bowl again. So I'm taking them plus three and a half. Damn. Wow. I'm shocked. All right. Yeah. Zay, what you got? Believe it, or not, believe it or not, this was the harder of the two games for me to pick. For the fact of they know each other so well. And you would think normally a team shouldn't beat a team seven times in a row. By now, you should figure it out. So, in my mind, I want to take the Rams. So, I'm going to take the Rams here with the spread. I think they're going to... <sighs> 
Uh, it's this is the scariest game of the week. I'm telling you, because the 49ers give you that Giants, you know, that feel where you just that team is just hot and they're just running through everybody and they just seem unstoppable. That's what I'm that feel I'm getting from the 49ers. But part of me still thinks the Rams are going to win this. I think Stafford actually conquers his demons and gets over the hump and actually makes it to the Super Bowl before the end of his career. We actually forget how long Stafford's been in the league. He's been out here for a while. And I I think it might be time that he finally punches tickets. So I'm going to take the Rams in this one. I like that. Uh, I think the Rams are going to win, but I'm not going with that. Um, I, I, before I get to my pick, uh, I like how you brought up the Giants, Zay. Uh, Steve Risser on Sports Talk with R&J earlier today. Make sure you check him out every Wednesday at 1. He was talking about this game. He also referenced the Giants and the, the, that 07 run where you had the, the Cowboys were also there. You also had the, the Redskins. They also got into the playoffs, I believe, right? So they were – the, the, the team was competitive. The, the conference was competitive. When you have this, when you're facing three great teams twice a year, and everyone else like, look at Aaron Rodgers. You pay, you play the Bears twice, and you play the Lions twice, and the Vikings. Look at the Vikings this year. You had to play them twice. That, that's why you struggled against a team like the 49ers. They're battle tested, and uh, and it's hard. I, I know it's the NFL. I know it's the NFL. Don't get me wrong. But still, when you are put to to your limits, you can't. It's like a fight. Sometimes you got to go. Sometimes you got to take them to the to the later rounds. Not everything can just be a knockout. And Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers look for the knockout. 49ers knew how to weather the storm and take care of business. But I I do think the Rams win this game because the 49ers well 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 they've been great. They're great. I like that defense. I love Debo Samuel. Uh, they, they're also very banged up. Debo Samuel's banged up. Trent Williams, Jimmy G, a lot of those defensive players. And also look at the game last week. Six offensive points the 49ers scored. Like, I, I, you can't expect that to happen. Like, you, you can't expect to win a game only scoring six points offensively. I think that's where the problems are going to be. I think it is going to – see, I'm talking myself out of my pick right now. I think it is going to be kind of like a defensive-style <laughs> game because I like both these defenses. Oh, but you've got the offensive minds of Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan. So I'm going to stick with what I what I originally put down. I kind of want to go the under, but I'm going to go the over. The over. I, I think they do. Bro. Uh, I think they get into the end zone. What? I'm sorry. The way your map was going, I was almost like, is he going to pick the Cowboys? I didn't know. Yeah, what I was very confused. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. kidding. They'll never be the Cowboys. It, it is <laughs> They'll never be talking about them in this game. But no, nah, it was everywhere. That was crazy. But I, I think, I think, I, I think if you want the Niners to win, I think a great thing to do would parlay the under. You want the Rams to win, parlay the over. Because the Niners, they're going to make it into that grueling game. They're going to make it into that run game, eat up time of possession, win by defense, defense three and outs, punt game, like a, like a like a Big Ten game, just a battle of punts, maybe punching into the end zone every here and again. If you want the Rams to win, 
that's just going to be Matt Safford, Cooper Cup all day. Maybe throw a little OBJ in there. Uh, I think that they light up this offense, uh, this defense. They light up this secondary. And I think a lot of people praise the Niners' D-line, but the Rams' O-line is just as comparable. I'd give the Niners' D-line a little bit of a a little bit of an edge. No, the, Sean, don't don't be talking about two years ago. This is a different. The Niners take out two years ago. Let's look at this year. These, have you watched them in, the, in these playoffs? Eric Armstead look good. Both they don't really and they got depth. Yeah, yeah, but I think the Rams. Uh, I think it's comparable. I give the 49ers D line just a slight edge, but I think they're both neck and neck. So who you taking? You, be, you better hope. Who you taking? I'm taking the Rams in the over. I mean, All right, my pick, you. my official bet is going to be the over. <laughs> but yeah, I think the Rams win. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> hey, you I, said I it. This is the toughest game to pick. It is. It is. But it's like I don't know who you're That's picking. Why? Like I, I don't know. I'm going the Rams. I, I said wild card weekend. The winner of the Cardinals Rams would go to the Super Bowl. So I'm sticking with that. Uh, so yeah, so I got the Rams getting it done, but my my best bet's the over. I think. You sticking to that? Line. You sticking to what? that? You sticking to that? Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, let's give you a second to. But, hey, hey, if, think about that. Listen, listen. <laughs> you you want a wild wild hot take? If Trey Lance, I mean, if Jimmy G gets hurt, Trey Lance becomes the first rookie to play in a Super. Yeah. And on that note, let's go. Because <laughs> then they can't make That'll those big plays. They're gonna have to. Ru- they're gonna have to run the football, and they're gonna have to turn it into one of those grinder games, which I think is the way they have to win. But uh, I, I don't know. Regardless, it's gonna okay. be fun. Fun, type of fun football. If oh. Jimmy G gets hurt, they're not beating the Rams. You don't have to worry about Trey Lance being the first rookie in the Super Bowl. If Jimmy yeah, G gets hurt, they're not beating. Matthew Stafford would have to have the worst game he could ever play for that. He would have to throw three picks, have a fumble up in it. It would have to be like the worst game ever. And Trey Lance would have to be. I don't think so. He would have to be like Colin Kaepernick in the the game against the Packers. He would have to be. Yeah, he would have to be amazing. He would have to be amazing. I think think if. If that were to happen, I think Trey Lance is the best bet for them to win again because they have, have to. Have you seen that Rams defense? I I understand. Do you really it. want to put a rookie against that? Yeah, yes. that's no. But <laughs> the thing is, is being able to have Trey Lance as a run threat, not just hand the ball off, open up some options, open up some boots, get him going on the run running. I think it's going to come down to the Niners' ability to run the football and control the clock to make them win this game. And I think as far as all that goes. I think you're better off with Trey Lance, who can make some uh, moves with his legs more than Jimmy G can. He can get the run game going even more. That's all. I'm they don't. Saying. They don't even need a QB to have success with that they one don't. run game, though. That's, they they mean, don't. But just having another option in the run game, I think, can help them. Yeah, I mean, as not great as Jimmy G is, he fits perfectly for that Niners offense with the, the quick passing game, the intermediate stuff. It's just one he has to go above and beyond and trying to make those throws downfield and big-time throws where he kind of struggles and throws interceptions. But, I mean, if that if they stick to the game plan and they have a good lead, then 
Jimmy G fits that perfect uh, that offense perfectly. I, I I agree with Zay. If you throw Trey Lance in that situation against uh, Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd and Von Miller coming after you and your first playoff start, I I don't see a way they're going to Ramsey. Yeah, not not great. Talk about feeding them to the wolves. I, I don't know. We'll see. Regardless, it's going to be a great game. Great weekend of games. It's all going to be fun because our Giants aren't playing it. Let's be honest. Let's be real here for a second. It's going to be fun to watch. A couple years. Believe in a Joe Shane. A couple years, yeah. Believe in Joe Shane, and I, I'm, I'm even going to say it right now. Believe in Brian Dable because he's going to be the new head. Next, well, this time next week, that's what we're going to be Watch him not get the job. when we're They'll surprise you with getting the job or something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No. No. Brian Dable. What's Dan up? Quinn, watch. Look at me. I swear to God. Please, no. Dave. <laughs> been been through Quinn, enough pain in the past. If Dan Quinn doesn't yeah. get the Bears job, I, I do think we could have a – I do think he could come in as like a DC, <sighs> which would, I, I think, be another rat from the Cowboys coming in to blow up the Giants like Jason it, Dan Quinn, it, I, I swear it'd be Dan Quinn. He'd be like, you know what? I'll bring Jason Garrett back as my offensive coordinator. We have such a good connection. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to have nightmares tonight just because of that. Uh, All right. All right. I, I think that's going to do it for <laughs> drawing about the G-Men this week. Oh, boy. I mean, great, great football games next week. Hopefully, we'll have a new head coach and we can start talking about theorizing how to rebuild this team and how, what they're going to do to rebuild this team and get the Giants back into some sort of competition against other teams. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for myself, Big Jace, King Zane, Sean Scanlon. This has been John about the G-Men. Make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com for not just Great sports podcasts, bunch of other great podcasts, true crime, political. But also, if you're a basketball fan and you're watching on the CMG Twitch, uh, YouTube, Facebook, if you're on the John about the G-Men side, you might have to do some work. But uh, stay tuned. Don't move. Just stay right there because we'll be back very soon, us three, with the Posting Up podcast. So stay tuned for that if you're watching live. If not, go check out the Posting Up podcast. Find it anywhere you find John about the G-Men, Spotify, iTunes, Apple, whatever. Wherever you find podcasts, you can find John about the G-Men. But that's going to do it for us today. And uh, hopefully we have Joe back next week. It's crazy. All this stuff going on. No Joe. We need we need uh, a little Joe rant. In this, uh, the old guy. Yeah, we're, we're a little too optimistic. Where's the old guy and his stories and all that other stuff? <laughs> Back in my the Giants, it's the 60s, this isn't, okay? This is in Bill Parcells. They, it, it, they start yelling that day boy. Uh, oh, God. God. <laughs> all right. Thank the you for watching. Cowboys fan, Joe. <laughs> uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week for more John about the G-Man. Take care. I'm seeing a few more.
The Giants are running New York like the times as Danny is dropping all sorts of dimes. Saquon's thighs are ruining defenses' lives and Leonard Williams making opposing QBs feel him. Receivers think it's scary to line up across James Bradbury and the Giants have a bright future led by coach, judge, jury, and executioner. Tune in to Drawing About the G-Men every Wednesday at 6, live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Which this ain't some. Hello, my name is Joe McGuire. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group, and here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Showing About the G Men, and great true crime shows like Sticky Meat, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Burn, the Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.